Thank you for tuning in to the Real Estate Matters Most podcast. On this show, we'll provide information on real estate, including a list of do's and don'ts and any relatable real estate topics, and also any questions that the viewers may have. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. All right, what's going on, you beautiful people? This is Jermaine Robertson with the Robertson team at AZ and Associates Real Estate Group. We are excited as usual. This is uh, this is actually just our second podcast, and uh, I thought I want I thought I'd talk to you about something that's kind of relevant to what's happening right now. It's a uh, it's a beautiful Monday. We're just getting ready to tick in on that summertime. The weather's getting ready to heat up a little bit, but it's very beautiful outside, and that's an alluring fact for a lot of people who are in some of the colder states right now, and. With this article that I just read out of the Arizona, I want to say it's the Arizona Business Journal. Uh, it's specifically catered towards real estate and real estate professionals. And what it does is it gives us a kind of a breakdown overall of either what's going on in the valley or um, how can I put it, how Maricopa County or Arizona stacks up against its neighboring states or you know people on the East Coast, Midwest or uh, nationwide. And a surprising a surprising statistic came up that said that Arizona and, and me being a native, I, I, I you know I, I slept on my badge of honor when I heard this, um, that Maricopa County was the number fourth gr- fastest growing um, county in the Union. And that's that's impressive because you have a lot of other places like you have New York City and, um, you know, whatever their their boroughs are. You have California and you know that you're not stacking up too far behind those major uh, metropolises and Arizona considering it was considered a desert. And now it is being considered a top contender for one of the best states or cities to move to. And, um, you know, that that's a huge momentum swing for people who are here. It, it, it's the equivalent of the employee who has put in a lot of hours and a lot of years and has stayed in the same position. At some point in time, the CEO is going to come down and is going to ask that person who's very diligent about where they've been at to come up and uh, get their new position. And that's what it feels like for Arizona. They're getting ready to step into their new position. And so what that brings to mind is what happens to the real estate market now that we are um, we have this new proclaimed notoriety? Well, there's a shortage of homes. And let's be very clear about that. We have plenty of land. Um in areas where it's not so uh, deadlocked uh, or landlocked, you know, and we have the ability to build, but how fast can they pump out permits? Um, how fast can the builders get get a home put up? And how many homes can they do? And I think Maricopa County issued out more new home build permits um, in 2018 than they did all of 2000 in. 2006 all the way up through 2012, 2013. They issued out more in 2017, 18. So that's just kind of give you an overview of what is going on. So I'm going to kind of tell you a couple things. One is um, 
and just kind of touch on what to do when you're in a climbing market. And, and I'll speak right now from a seller's perspective. If you know, if if you're the person who is who has been saying for the last year or two, you know, the home, this home doesn't necessarily fit our needs. It isn't necessarily what we need anymore. You know, our, our kids are grown, or you know, we've had more kids, or you know, our work location has changed. Something about the home when you initially bought it has altered recently. And you say, you know, if I could, I'd probably be looking, you know, maybe in a, in a different area. You know, I might be looking in a different area to, to establish myself uh, once again. And, and listen, that's a great way to think. I, I don't think anybody has thoughts put on them in vain. I think the thought is there because it's, it's a real, it's a reality for you. And there's something that needs to happen. And what better time to have that kind of decision come up when the housing market is starting to hit its peak? And historically, we know that it has hit its peak in May, June, uh, tumbling all the way into July and then ending out the first part of August. And that kind of tells me it's, you know, it's heat related or it's it's, uh, it's kids being out of school. And, and sometimes it's the weather related that allows people to make that decision. But what better time to be in that position than right now in 2019 to see a potential 10% swing in a home value, which would allow you to pay for your moving, your down payment, put a put a ton of equity into your new home and get exactly what you want at a time that you wanted. And that makes the most sense for most people. So let's say that, you know, the conversation would come up and say, well, if there's a lack of inventory, well, why would it be smart to sell my home? And that's that's a valid question. And I would probably say that the reason why you want to sell your home is because you're going to see so much equity inside of it that at the end of the day, whatever the price value on the home that you're looking at moving into, it would be a justified swap. Especially even if you're going up, you know, you want to buy something bigger because your family has grown or, you know, your income has went up, whatever the case may be. Or you want it to go down uh, because you just didn't need a whole lot of house and, you know, your family may have adjusted or, you know, whatever your reasons are is um, pretty much irrelevant. The, The main concern has always been if the values are high in another place. Doesn't that mean that I'm going to be eating some of my equity trying to buy in this market? As fair as that question is, I would ask you, I would actually probably pose a question with a question and say, yeah, but if you don't pull your equity out your home now and you need to move, don't you stand to lose it anyways in a downturning market? Because what we see most successful people who who buy homes do is they put higher amounts of money down. They're not looking at putting the minimum five percent or three point five percent, or you know, depending on what your what kind of program you're in. They're not looking at putting the bare minimum into it. They're looking at maxing it out, keeping the mortgage low, and having a very low interest rate. That way, they can pay off the home faster. Um, I.e., the book I'm looking at, the tiny, the total money makeover by Dave Ramsey. Um, that would be the ideal way to build wealth is that by putting down a huge percentage of money into your house. And 
you know, even my my 18-year-old son was smart enough to say, yeah, because your money is probably more stable inside the real estate than it is anywhere else. And that 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 couldn't be a more truer statement. So, it, so to the seller who is looking at making a move, it, it's an advantageous market, you know. I doubt that the home you're going to purchase is going to supersede the equity that you're going to pull out your home because you can negotiate um, based on your needs and then buy your next home based on um, supply and demand and still come out on top and uh, be in a very good position. But again, that's a strategic move that most real estate agents either couldn't walk you through um, or maybe they don't even know how to walk you through that. Or show you the numbers and how it shakes out. But right now, if your needs are to get another home and you know going up in a home or going down the home, then at the end of the day, you are. Um, I'm going to stake my name on and say I think you can win. I believe you can win right now without without a doubt, hands down. You can win in this situation. So uh, you know we keep our lines open so if you ever have any questions about anything that I may have said feel free to reach out to us my number at 602-686-8122 and uh we'd love to answer your questions regarding anything about um you know is this the right time for me to sell my home and buy another one and uh and, and then we can even step into the other side which is Let's talk about the buyer and what the buyer is potentially thinking. They're saying, um, well, Jermaine, you're telling me right now that uh, home values are going higher. Um, sir, why would I buy a house right now? And obviously, keeping in line with that train of thought, if the buyer is asking me why should they buy a home, then what they're telling me in so many words is that they're renting. And that in itself uh, leaves leaves a lot of room for conversation. What we've seen is that the rental values, and let's just throw a number out there that's fairly simple for most normal families, three bedrooms, two baths, 17, 1,800 square feet in a median area, you know, $250,000 price range, you know, and that's pretty much all of Phoenix, right? Let's just say median price range, 250000 three bedrooms, two baths, 1,700 square feet. Well, that home with a mortgage, meaning you've said, I'm going to buy the home. I'm, you know, I'm going to put the down payment 3.5% or you know, 0.5%, depending on what kind of program you get into. I'm going to buy that home. And my, my monthly mortgage, let me see here. My monthly mortgage is going to be maybe... Let's say twelve fifty, let's say thirteen hundred tops. That same home, just around the corner, being rented out, three bedrooms, two bath, seventeen hundred square feet, single family dwelling. That home is renting out for fifteen all day long. No pool, no super uh, super high quality amenities, just normal everyday house. That's it. And the question the buyer would ask is, why would I rent? Why would I buy a home in a market where it's going up? Well, that's a two-part question. No, it's a two-part answer. Let me let me correct that. The first answer would be is because rental values are exceeding the mortgage values by about 5 to 
So it's an advantageous situation for you to buy right now because you're going to pay more in rent than you would owning. So my suggestion is why not get on the wave while it's still going high versus hanging out on the seashore waiting on the wave to go by and possibly not catching anything. And then the second part I would bring up to that is interest rates are low. To borrow cash right now from a financial institution to loan on a house that you will own that will gain value in equity is extremely low. Now, I'm not going to go so far as to say it's as low as 1980s or uh, it's not as low. Sorry, 1980s was a different ball game. The interest rates were anywhere between 15 to 20 percent minimum. But I'm not going to go as low as to say that the interest rates are currently as low as, let's say, 2008, where you could get a home mortgage uh, loan with interest rates of maybe 1.5 percent, maybe the highest 2 percent. Those were extenuating circumstances. It was a market that was trying to rebound back from a, a catastrophic situation that was r- like really under the radar for most people. And to see an interest rate of maybe 4.2% right now, like just think of it in terms like this. For every for every $1,000 you borrow, you're paying back $42 in interest. And if you go on a 15-year mortgage, you're actually doing a little bit better than um, than somebody under a 30-year mortgage because you do have a, a better option or chance to pay in the home off faster. So it, it would it would move me it would move me as a buyer to absorb and look at okay um, I'm renting how much is my rent and then asking the question how much would this house cost me to buy it. And, and that's a that's a simple cost analysis by just running what homes in that area are selling for and coming back and saying, listen, um, you know, if it's one hundred dollars above what a mortgage would be compound, that's twelve hundred dollars a year. So that's twelve hundred dollars a year. You're giving away. You don't get equity. You don't get to write it off on your taxes. You get absolutely nothing. And and the the funniest thing I always tell to my clients who who go from renting to being owners I say, listen, uh, when you renewed your lease, you know, did uh, did the owner, you know, the landlord or the property management company that you renewed with, did they, you know, they send you a thank you card or did they send you a, a gift basket or anything? And they look at me funny and they say, no, why, why would they do that? I said, well, because you're paying off their house and you're and you're you're paying it off higher than what they owe on it. So they're actually able to apply an extra hundred, two hundred dollars a month towards it that there's no expenses or no overhead that they have to consume or, or absorb, like an AC unit going out, they're going to pay their house off in 10, 12 years. Because compound-wise, they're, they're knocking down interest rate faster and faster because they're knocking down their principal bigger and bigger. So there's two reasons why the buyer would want to buy a home in an in a up and rising market. One is because you want to catch that wave and you want to be in a home as it's gaining um, equity and second thing is interest rates are low. And then the third thing, obviously, is going to be that you are going to avoid paying a higher rental cost because the mortgages are lower right now. Um, you'd be surprised how many properties I've sold cash, um, mainly in, um, where was that area at? Right over in the West Valley, right around the corner from each other, less than 
I, I probably can run the distance in about a, maybe a minute, two minutes. Both cash, asking price, quick close. We already knew what the owner, the new, the buyer wanted to do. He wanted to get the property under contract. Then he wanted to rent it out because it made sense to buy it at that rate and then rent it out because they were going to make their money back well over what they spent on it and still be at 100 percent, 100 percent profit when they get ready to sell five, 10, 15, 20 years because the rental market has never seen a slack in it. So if anything, you become a homeowner to rent out the first property to buy another property. But I'll leave that up to your CPA or whoever else prepares your tax information or your your investment strategist. But just know that the key to getting to where you got to go is never through renting. And right now, if you have a need to sell, then it is an opportune time. I I tell my buyers and sellers right now, I love win-win situations. I don't think that there ever has to be a loser. I don't think this is a zero-sum game. And what I mean by that is I don't believe that in order for somebody to win, uh, somebody has to lose. Because in this market, we're in a very win-win, advantageous market where everybody gets a prize. Remember that show where Oprah came out and she gave, uh, I think, 10 cars out to people. And then little did you know, she surprised the whole crowd and said, everybody gets a car. That's kind of the market that we're in. And trust me, nobody who, none of the first 10 who got a car were upset that the whole crowd got it. Everybody was psyched. Everybody was excited. So that's a pretty big reason why our team is is happy about what's going on because we're helping a lot of people. We're exceeding expectations and uh, it's just a it's just a great time. So the more you see your barometer go up in your car telling you it's getting hotter, prices are also exceeding at that same rate. So if you guys need to make a decision, if you need to make a choice and your choice and your decision is within the next five to six months, I would move your plans up a little bit faster and make them within the next five to 10 days because it could be that important to the future of what you're trying to do. We all wanted to predict what happened in 2007 and eight so that we could be in a position to buy a handful of homes. But there's two facts that that really exist that stop that. One is 50 percent of the people who could have done something wouldn't have. The other 50 percent didn't know what to do. So they didn't do anything. So what I'm asking you and basically saying is you can never prepare for the future better than with facts that you have now. So we appreciate you guys for tuning in. This is this is only our second podcast. I am uh I'm liking it. I'm hoping I'm giving out some valid information, helping out some people. And again, our lines are open. If you feel the need to call all you need to do is download this podcast into your favorite browser, whatever podcast station that you listen to, and you will have the opportunity to give us some feedback or even submit a question that I'll be able to answer on our next uh, our next session. So we appreciate you. I am thankful, grateful for this opportunity, this technology that brings me directly into your house. I wish for you to have a wonderful, blessed day. Thank you for listening. My name's Jermaine. I'm with the Robertson team at AZ and Associates. This is Monday and we're out.